welcome to another Keel Hall podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got another Sea of Thieves news update to give you some more context about what's going on with this update. But as you can tell, this is not a normal update intro, so I wanted to introduce again Captain Falcor. How you doing, mate? Hiya! Hi! <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> so How's it going? It's going great. Appreciate it. It's really nice to have you here today. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves, I believe. That's a good game, that one is. I heard it. I heard it was. Uh, lots of things are going on in uh, Sea of Thieves, and uh, I figured I'd have a little sit-down chat with you and see if we can maybe uh, <clears throat> kind of pass some of this out. What do you say? That sounds... Well, is is it on Nintendo Switch yet? Um, no, no, not, I can't not. be bothered. Quite frankly, I'm gonna go. I'll see you later. Okay, have a good one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, as as you guys know, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, Falcor has been on the show a few times. If you don't know who he is, what are you doing with your life? Go on YouTube and search Sea of Thieves. He's the first one with big rant summit explanation video right there. So just go ahead and, and watch that. Get a good idea on what's going on with Falcor. And uh, yeah, just search YouTube, Sea of Thieves, Captain Falcor. So um, obviously we're going to be sitting down to chat about the black powder stashes, but we've got a lot more that we want to talk about as well as some nice lore speculation for those of you uh, lore hounds out there. There's some cool stuff coming down the line. And uh, Falcor and I have, have been chatting quite a bit about what it could mean for the game um mm. so how are you doing by the way how's, how's your i'm your good been hanging I'm good. out uh just just uh as i said earlier on before we started i'm suffering from a hangover but don't drink kids ne never drink but yeah apart from that no i'm good the, the, the games treat me well you know weather's good yeah um yeah <laughs> so uh black powder stashes is out and uh mm -hmm. you, you've been enjoying it yeah Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, in intensely. You could say it's quite a uh, quite an explosive, <laughs> an yeah. explosive event. Yeah, really charged uh, event, definitely. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. um, <laughs> I've I've been playing a little bit of it. Uh, and and for those of you guys haven't haven't jumped in yet, Black Powder Stashes is out. This is a another event very similar to the Mercenary Runs, um, with Duke the Dark Lord sending us out to get powder kegs and lost shipments of uh, merchant crates as well as uh, mermaid gems so um, we're going to go ahead and start with the the, the patch notes i just kind of want to break down a lot of the changes that came with it um, but to, to kind of start off black powder stashes if you haven't heard is uh, all about getting powder kegs and Falcor, you've you've actually done more of the the mainline reapers and regular mm -hmm. quests and stuff whereas i've just ran around and gathered a bunch of of regular powder kegs and, and merchant gems so can you kind of let the folks know what to expect with the reapers runs <laughs> um intense fear um lots of messing up lots of explosions um sounds about right yeah, sounds about right. And then uh, literally being completely smothered with mermaid gems on a regular basis. Uh, your ship looks fantastic after about two hours. 
So would you say that you can you could almost bejeweled out your sloop if you if you go you, you long could. enough? You could, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You really could. Yeah. That's good to know. I'm gonna have to do that. So yeah. um, there are a few different Reapers runs out in in at Duke the Dark Lord. So go to any tavern. He'll teleport there somehow, and uh, he'll he'll <laughs> offer you some doubloons, uh, or he'll offer you some some voyages in exchange for doubloons. Uh, most are I. Th- think five doubloons for for the regular ones yes yeah i think the reaper runs are 10 yeah the the regional ones are five yeah so it's uh pretty pretty low price considering uh the the amount of doubloons you can get from completing them uh especially the repeatable ones and as always uh duke's gonna uh, send you out into the world and have you go from uh fort to fort to fort uh heading from either east to west or west to east and one out in the roar to um pick up powder kegs and a lot of these are buried on the forts and this is something that's new to the game we've we've never had like i've i've seen powder kegs like on the beach just kind of washed up like half kind of sunk into the sand but uh we're we're proper digging up gunpowder barrels and merchant quests (laughs) and that's that's kind of weird to me like i was kind of joking with my crew the other night that it's it's a good thing that shovels aren't uh aren't the same type of shovel from the game's shovel knight because uh otherwise it would be considered a weapon <laughs> and would cause yes. the powder kegs to explode but um how do you feel about this do you think we're going to be getting powder kegs uh on cargo runs that you can dig up now do you think they might adjust the merchant Ooh, quests well, yeah maybe i don't know i mean there's one thing that i've noticed is when you take on a merchant quest uh, well I, I, has that changed recently I, you never used to get gunpowder barrels on merchant. No, no, it has changed, doesn't it? You do get gunpowder barrels now on merchant quests. Mm-hmm. You've got to go and pick up. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it may be that would be quite quite nice actually having merchant missions that uh, a little bit more like gold hoarder missions. So mm-hmm. they actually give you an X marks the spot on forts. That would be yeah. quite cool. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's something like that would be a nice addition. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about a, like how they could kind of uh, how they could kind of adjust the merchant voyages so that you know you've got a merchant like a um, instead not like a cargo and not a, an animal one, but an mm-hmm. actual like merchant merchant where you go out and it gives you a bunch of X marks of spots and you go out and you dig up a bunch of merchant chests or crates mm-hmm. and uh, gunpowder barrels and you have a chance at higher levels to dig up a mega keg. And they're just yeah, taking yeah. this functionality and rolling it into an already existing trade company. And then I was yeah. also thinking that because uh, you're turning in these powder kegs to the different trade companies, that um, some of the gold hoarder missions could start Im- implementing uh, kegs as well. And that mm-hmm. way, yeah. inst- instead of just digging up just chests, you have a chance to dig up um, different types of gunpowder barrels. And that those gunpowder barrels, if found from the actual voyage, might be worth more than just a standard barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it was one thing I was a bit disappointed with, actually, is that um, oh. I was expecting a new type of gunpowder barrel with this um, with this event. Because uh, mm-hmm. we've got the really, really strong one, then we've got the, the regular one. I was really hopeful that they were going to add sort of a more like a sort of a a, a banger rather than an mm-hmm. actual gunpowder barrel. So something that could potentially put a hole in a boat, but wouldn't be enough to sink it. You know what I mean? So, and something a lot smaller, essentially like a, a, a 
something about the size of a skull, but you mm-hmm. know, it's got gunpowder barrels. It goes, it's got gunpowder uh, inside it, so it blows oh, up. Oh man, so, sort of like a grenade, but you can't throw it. That would be so cool to see, like if they could actually use an actual skull, and just know that it, <laughs> yeah. it had like little flaming eyes, like it was a magical skull, but it had like little flaming yeah. eyes, and it had a little fuse, like little right on top of the head yeah. and you could yeah, light yeah, light that cool. and then uh drop it somewhere and it would just be one hole but it would be something that you could have in your inventory yeah that would be yeah, awesome yeah yeah because i think grenade a lot of people have said they wanted grenades but i think in some ways especially in adventure mode that would be quite overpowered but um mm-hmm. having a sort of yeah like you said something you can hold in your inventory and you can place somewhere would be yeah. not so overpowered so yeah a little skull or a coconut coconut full of oh gunpowder yeah bar. that's a thing yeah. like why wait wow how did we not get to that sooner they should just make little <laughs> yeah. coconut grenades and there's ones yeah, that you yeah. eat and there's ones that you don't want to eat that makes <laughs> yeah. total sense and, and even make it so you can you can accidentally eat the gunpowder ones and it kills you that would be kind of a cool thing to do you could go on some of these ships and sabotage all their coconuts <laughs> just start replacing them with yeah, grenade so coconuts. Great. You just oh, you're in PvP with a guy, you just see him chomp down on his coconut, and he just head explodes. That would be, that'd be so great. That'd be so good. Oh god, that'd be awesome. I love it. Oh man. So, um, <laughs> to kind of get back on track, the the trade companies are taking gunpowder barrels. Um, Mm-hmm. This is this is kind of weird. The the I, I noticed when reading through the patch notes as I was making the show notes last night that it talks about how the trade companies are looking to stockpiling defenses, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm you know I'm kind of I, I remember a while back um, when we were kind of speculating a bit about what could be coming down the line. You and I both agree that we think we're going to be dealing with mermaids. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're not going to be expecting some sort of war to come. Yeah. And yeah. this was something that it was interesting because we um, and I want to get your thoughts on this as well, too. I'll just kind of lay it out and see what you think. Uh we we got the Sea of Thieves Origins book that was leaked on Amazon and Comicsology mm-hmm. here, and I was reading through it, and now with uh, with with the mysterious stranger having different dialogue, um, I'm starting to wonder if we're going to start to see another threat come into Sea of Thieves as opposed to something that was already here, in the form mm-hmm. of the Grand Maritime Union. Mm-hmm. And I wonder. Yeah, yeah what do you think (laughs) no no no. i mean yeah um yeah because i mean the grand grand maritime union has been sort of mentioned in the comic books and other various sources before but i think to my knowledge i think this is the first time it's been mentioned in the game unless if i'm missing something i don't think so it's such a yeah it's such a poignant thing for the for the mysterious stranger to say another thing i noticed was is that he only says that if you're a pirate legend as well Oh, interesting. Um, because on my on my alternative character, he just does the normal uh, poem saying about your levels in different in different guilds and stuff. Mm. Uh, but if you're a pirate legend, he just says about the you know you don't want to go down the route of the Grand Maritime um, Union. And uh, yeah, I mean, if it was a, mer- I mean, I'd love a mermaid war. Don't get me wrong, that'd be great. But if it, if it if it was those, I don't think gunpowder barrels would be the way to uh, fend yeah. them off, so to speak. So they're definitely. Um, 
Yeah, they're, de- they're definitely fen- getting prepared for something that's uh, big on the horizon. Yeah. Um, I mean, it might not be the Grand Maritime Union. It might be a completely different threat altogether. I don't know. But it's just... Well, you know, but the but the mysterious stranger just suddenly saying that it does sort of all add up a little bit. Yeah, um, and I think they mentioned they mentioned it in a podcast as well, didn't they? Uh, not a podcast. They it was a Comic Con. I think Mike Chapman said, "In the future of Sea of Thieves, we won't see what will come in through the we we don't know what will come in through the shroud." And you know, he yeah. was talking about you know the trading vessels that uh, are interested in the Sea of Thieves, and the only reason they can't get there is because their ships are too big and they can't bring a huge force through and all at once so maybe yep. we'll and now with all, all, all the shroud breaker stuff maybe we're going to see them using the shroud breaker and coming through with that so who knows yeah yeah and i it's interesting because that comic definitely different definitely kind of showed off some of the the faults of uh the mentality behind the gmu and because of that mm. it's uh something that i wonder if if you know they're gonna want to like like any good company they always have uh checks and balances for for their for their investments and having a huge armada disappear as they were heading towards the Sea of Thieves, I can imagine uh, a, a, a GMU wanting to find out what happened with that eventually. So I could mm-hmm. definitely yeah. see them coming to Sea of Thieves as a, as a threat and having the trade companies have to try and band together to preserve the nature of the Sea of Thieves that we that we currently have right now. And yeah, yeah. But okay, so scrap that. We didn't even talk about it. We, I want to hear your thoughts on, um, actually, oh, you know what? Let's, I'm going to save the Dark Relic stuff for later on because I want to keep going through the okay. uh, the thing. But pin that, folks. Think Keep keep that in mind as we talk about it because uh, I want to come back to that later on um, and cover what's left to cover in the update. Um, we had kind of talked about this uh, previously with our experiences, but mermaid gems are flipping mm-hmm. everywhere. It's <laughs> yep. It's insane. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I have I haven't been this happy to to run into a whole bunch of mermaid gems uh, since ever. I don't think I don't think I've ever been yeah. this excited. Um, and it, this is something like this is you could just find them everywhere. They've they've mm-hmm. totally ramped up the amount of of junk that you can find in shipwrecks and on beaches on forts. Uh, I think I took a screenshot of a. Uh, of, a, of, of the captain's cabin for a shipwreck. And uh, let me find it real quick. I, I kid you not, this shipwreck had a foul skull, a ruby mermaid mm-hmm. gem, uh, a barnacled captain's chest, a barnacled castaway chest, and a crate of spices just in <laughs> the captain's cabin. Yeah, I actually found a stronghold barrel in a shipwreck the other night. Did you even know that was a thing? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Like, oh, hello. I shall take you. <laughs> That's insane. That's it's yeah. the one that the one that didn't do it in. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I've been. If you, if you guys head out into the seas, you're definitely going to notice a lot more treasure just kind of looming around. So, uh, d- like, get used to needing those um, those those treasure chests that you can find that you can stick stuff in because those are going to be mm-hmm. a lot more valuable uh as as time goes on um 
obviously with the 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 mercenary missions uh you're not just going out to do this for fun there's rewards so there's a whole bunch of doubloons that you can earn as well as titles uh as well as the the final uh round of cosmetics for the the reaper's mark stuff we finally got the mercenary figurehead which is a, a huge scorpion looks sick i mm. love it i think it's amazing looking um and we I've got had, i mentioned on a i mentioned on a stream the other night with someone that it does kind of look a little bit comical like that like you've run over the scorpion and he's holding <laughs> on to be alive <laughs> it's the front of the grill and he's just like, oh yeah. god he's just like oh god <laughs> i didn't want this to happen i was just yeah. asking i was just asking for a lift to the nearest island <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Either that or he's like kind of falling off the edge and he's definitely afraid of water and he's just clinging yeah, on yeah. the front. That's true. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Um, which kind of makes me think of the, 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 uh, the, uh, oh gosh, what was it? The ocean crawler set where the crab yes, is like yeah. climbing. Now he looks like he got ran over, but he's actually trying to yeah. get uh, on board to, to stop you from going. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, if we if we did get crabs in the game, do you think they'd be about his size? Do you think that that's a that would be an accurate well, representation? Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. It's it's funny because I mean, you know, looking at like cave paintings and stuff of the crabs, it does show mm -hmm. that there must have been at some point, unless if they were extremely high at the time, which most ancients were. Yeah. <laughs> um, that there was a very very large crab, and it used to fling them around. So um, I don't know. I'm, I definitely think we're going to see crabs come to Sea of Thieves at some point, whether that be like as pets or as a merchant commodity or even, you know, like a huge crab boss or something or, yeah. or not necessarily a, a emergent threat in the seas. It could be an emergent threat on the land. You know, that, that would be a nice thing actually to have a something to fight on land rather than fighting, you know, in the ocean all the time. But um, yeah, that, that, I think I think we'll see them at some point in some shape or form. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to be able to uh, to have some different land threats. Um, but, mm. you know, if I could if I could sidetrack real quick just to kind of talk about land threats, I'm actually kind of excited that we uh, that we have skeletons on a regular basis. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because I I had talked with you before the before we started recording, and the Discord has uh, has been at this. But um, if if you don't know already, I finally got an Easter egg in the game, and I say finally da -da -da. because yeah, I, I only say finally <laughs> because I've known about this since May. Um, oh really? You've known that long? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've I've known about this <laughs> since since May, and it's been really hard to keep secret. Uh, I didn't have yeah, to keep it a bet. secret, but it was one of those things where I I was I was only going to say something if it was actually going to happen, uh, and it happened. So. If you guys are out and you're doing Order of Souls missions or you're fighting skeleton ships or you're at a skull fort, uh, keep an eye out for me, Captain Logan, because <laughs> I could definitely be one of those skeletons now. And uh, just to, to give you guys a little heads up, the some fun facts I found out about um, my Easter egg being a skeleton captain. Uh, as far as I know, I am the first non-deckhand and non-rare employee to become a skeleton captain. I'm also the only skeleton captain that has one name. Everyone else has uh, has some alliteration with their name, which I've always loved the the kind of like fun nicknames that they come up for the rare employees and stuff. But uh, mm -hmm. now I am I am 
up there with Cher and some of the other, like Madonna now. So I am Captain Logan. <laughs> I'm just one name. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, if you if you drop a couple Order of Souls missions, you'll you might actually run into me. So if you see me, hit me up. Let me know, because I would love to see how you're killing me. And uh, I think it'd be great. <laughs> and the the fun the fun little bit of that is um Instead of just having like an Easter egg at Keelhaul Fort, like every most of us thought it was going to be, I now have the chance to actually be the skeleton captain defending Keelhaul Fort, <laughs> which is really kind of crazy in my mind. Um, I think I think from I think from now on, every time I see Keelhaul Fort up, I'm, I think I'm gonna just make a beeline straight for it just to see if you spawn as the captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day where I can actually go and fight myself at Keelhaul Fort and get some good screenshots <laughs> of it. Because yeah. immediately after I realized that, I was thinking like, oh, that's kind of like Zelda with Link fighting Shadow Link. That's going to look awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then um, one last little tidbit that I found out. Uh, Rare didn't know about this, but uh, the 17th was when this patch dropped. And that's when the Easter egg went live. And July 17th is actually the one year anniversary from when I hit Pirate Legend last year. <laughs> so awesome. it's kind of crazy to think like the, the year, a year after I was uh, I hit I was able to open up the Pirate Legend uh, Tavern. I was then inducted into the the pool of skeleton captains uh, for Sea of Thieves. So I'm really happy about this. I didn't think that was going to even be a thing when it when it came up. And um, yeah, just a, a huge thanks to all of the people involved at Rare, um, all, all of Rare for considering me to have a, an Easter egg, you know. Uh, I do the podcast and and I enjoy this game and, and Falcor, you you uh, I'm I know yours is coming eventually, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> like what they end up doing for your Easter egg uh, when it eventually makes it makes its way into I've the got game. A, I've, I've got a I've got a feeling they're going to troll me with my Easter egg. I, like um, I can imagine like it'll be a dinner plate with a fried chicken on it. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, oh, you guys. Yeah. yeah. It, it would be fair. I mean, we, we've had a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we've had a couple. Uh, <laughs> a couple punches yeah. at, at rare, so it makes sense yeah, that yeah. they that they would uh, they would do something fun <laughs> in in your sense of humor yeah. as well too. Um, yeah. But yeah, so super excited about that rare. Thank you so much, um, especially the 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 main team. I just I really appreciate you guys uh, considering this podcast worthy enough and and what i do worthy enough to to be considered to be put in the game is really sweet of you so yeah it's awesome oh sidetrack for you dude it's 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 cool it's cool that you've got something in the game because i mean there's there's so many um i I don't want to sound horrible when i say this but there's quite frankly there's a few people who who get easter eggs um i'm talking about people from ages ago when the game first came out Mm -hmm. and i don't want to say they didn't deserve them that's the wrong terminology but for example, like the guy who ate um, all the bananas in the alpha for Sea of Thieves, and then he got an Easter egg for it. That, I'm not saying it's, it, I'm, I've got to be very careful how I word this, but yeah. I'm not saying it's necessarily not fair. But uh, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, it's nice to actually have an Easter egg for somebody who's, you know, put a lot of um, uh, third party work into something and then have it brought into the game like that. And I'm seeing a lot more of that now from from other content creators. I'm seeing a lot more things popping up for them so 
it's really nice that not only are they just um, uh, rewarding people for their achievements in the game, but now they're also rewarding people for their achievements outside of the game by helping, you know, publicize the game and helping bring people toward it. So that's really, really nice to see. So to get for you to, to get an Easter egg in it is actually a real, probably a really, really big triumph for the CFTs community. So yeah, it's, it's great you've got one. Yeah, I've I, I I've really seen a huge change in how uh, rare is approaching the the Easter eggs, and they've done some amazing ones in in recent. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Rocco's. I love the cat with the the yes. chicken dance and yeah. stuff. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. The the allegiance. A lot of, a lot of people. A lot. Yeah, the allegiance ship. Definitely, I was oh, so yeah. happy when I saw that. But. But the Rocco one, the you don't you've got no no idea how many times people send me DMs and PMs or whatever saying that they found my Easter egg in the game and they're referring to the Rocco one just because it's got chickens around it. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they really they really disappoint me as well because it's like, oh dude, I found your Easter egg. And I'm like, what, really? Where? What? And then they show me the picture of that. And I'm like, oh damn it, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I love that. But yeah, yeah. It, it, her uh, or his his cat puppet mom and and I'm not gonna even yeah. gonna get into that that conversation, but yeah. Uh Rocco's Rocco's uh the Allegiant ship where where everyone came together and, and got the mm. uh the the model ship to rare just before anniversary. Um and the new one that just came out too with the uh with Fox Die, Keda, uh That's Toy, right, yeah. Toyger and Omnom um getting the the skeleton fort one where a, a yeah. bunch of snakes are surrounding a skeleton. And how they took down an entire skeleton fort with just a a a huge load of skeletons or uh, snakes. And actually, it's 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 that that uh, Easter egg is pretty much well exactly on the spot they stood for the original screenshot of that um, achievement. Yeah, just and I found out because I was playing with Foxy the other day, and he said that literally a microsecond after taking that screenshot they all died from the snakes <laughs> so, oh wow and you can see it you can see in the screenshot that there's loads of venom coming their way so they they probably have to try and take that screenshot about seven times <laughs> yeah it's great yeah i love it I, I i think that that was one of the cooler things i've seen uh I, the other one i think was um during Christmas when uh, in the holiday season when they when they got a ton of little trinkets and mermaid gems and uh, um, Ron and a bunch of other folks decorated a skull fort to look like a Christmas tree all lit up. That's right. Yeah, That yeah. was one of the other ones yeah. that was just super cool to see. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, Rare's done an amazing job with uh, the Easter eggs uh, eggs of as of late, and um, mm-hmm. they're really trying to commemorate some of the different events that happen in the game. And while yeah. a lot of the people don't like, there's not really names attached to those Easter mm-hmm. eggs. The yeah. people that that did them know what they did and 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 anyone that knows there has seen those things uh knows you know that's that's their thing and it's yeah, it's yeah. cool because people are going to wander across it and be like oh what the heck is that and then you know if they do a little bit of digging they're going to be able to find out like that was the community that was actually exactly yeah something. in fact there was somebody on a there was a reddit post um i came across a few uh days back and somebody had posted a screenshot of the allegiant ship and they'd said, oh, does anybody know what this is? And somebody had replied with, oh, yeah, that's an Easter egg for the Rare team because they always sail in the Rare ship. And I thought, oh. no, I've got to correct these guys. So, so I, I linked them my video with a story behind it. 
And uh, lots of people were saying, you know, people had never seen or knew about this thing started to reply with like, this is such a fantastic story. And, you know, it's amazing that that Rare put this sort of stuff in the game to say thanks to the players. And I was like, yeah, exactly. See, they're, they're cool people. <laughs> they're yeah. humans. They're not they're not bureaucratical idiots like some game companies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's such <laughs> a it's such a cool. God, I love this company. They they. Uh, mm. Yeah. Sorry. We've been gushing. <laughs> we've been gushing over Rare uh, for for at least five minutes. <laughs> Fun girling. Uh, I know. <laughs> I feel so. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna get back to uh to the show notes um you've been doing uh fishing galleons for quite yes. a while on stream and um yeah. i haven't i haven't seen that happen too frequently as of late um no. and it was was that because they weren't doing well or because uh you got tired of it or or was that just something like it didn't feel like well the rewards were yeah, good it was, enough. It was a bit. It was a bit of a. It's a bit of a combination of things, really. Um, uh, had a few bad experiences on a fishing barge. Um, one, namely, actually was uh, Shelley Preston. Actually, turned up on the fishing barge. She sent me a message on um, Twitter saying, "Is there a free spot?" Oh, nice. And, um, I was like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "Brilliant." Yeah, c- come come on board. Um, and I won't name names here, but unfortunately, there was somebody on the ship that um, essentially fangirled Chelly Preston to the point where I think she left because she was getting sick and tired of this guy's requests and stuff. And he was, um, he was basically asking her, you know, too much information about the game and then mm. offering support and things. And I think she got a little bit kind of like, right, I'm going to go. Cause this guy, I don't know. I don't know. That's probably just my, you know, my paranoia or something, but that's what it felt like. Um, and uh, if she's watching the pod- podcast, that guy that guy was not my friend. Just putting that out there. <laughs> it's just some random person who joined the cruise. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, sort of a mixture between stuff like that. I mean, that's just one occurrence that was quite embarrassing for myself because it was like, you know, first time I'd sailed properly apart from the live streams with a dev. So mm-hmm. and then to have this guy come along and just just essentially embarrass me in front of in front of Shelley Preston. I was just like, stop talking. But um, yeah, other things where people have joined. And what's happening now is um, I've got a, ver- a lot of um, people who are joining my crew, even when I'm not doing a um, fishing barge. They just think that because my friends are open, that they're just allowed to join my crew without even asking first. And it, it's getting very, very irritating. So I've had to like kind of go into dark a little bit now appearing offline all the time and making sure you know nobody knows i'm online and yeah. also also it's also it's because of um i find out that they're going to be they find out um through certain means that um they were going to be updating the hunter's call reputation and the gold so i thought well there's not much point in doing it now when i can be doing it you know even more even better in the future so i just sort of i didn't do hunter's call for quite some time but starting to do it again now but i've got more few more rules and regulations as in only friends join me <laughs> i don't just open it up to everybody anymore yeah um, yeah in, in that was uh just a little etiquette for for anyone that's listening if if you do happen to know a content creator and are friended on xbox uh it's it's always worth it just to to send a quick message and ask like if it's okay to join on them if if they haven't gone in and purposefully turned off uh uh, Mm. people allowing to join because you you don't actually know they could be recording the next video they could be recording uh footage or they could be trying to find out something and not really playing the game and because of that it's 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 hard for uh content creators to be like ah you know i 
I'm glad that you want to spend time with me. I, I appreciate that you that you want to uh, hang out and chat, but I've got a, a different a different plan in mind, and I'm not actually planning on playing. I'm just planning on on doing some other stuff, or maybe I just want alone time. And it's yeah, exactly. you know <laughs> just just a, a quick hey Falcor, can I join? And and yeah. that that can that can make or break um, how how receptive uh, a content yeah. creator can be to having other people join join them because mm-hmm. um, yeah. sometimes and it's, also also another thing to add is if they don't come back to you with either yes or no that does not mean then join their crew come on come on then go over the microphone and say hey Falco I sent you a few messages and you didn't respond like no no if if a person mm. doesn't respond to you then don't. Just leave it at that. Go about your business and do something else. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say uh, there's there's been a load loads of times where I've had friends uh, message me though, and um, for whatever reason, the 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 apps on PC didn't get me the message or the notification, and I feel horribly bad. But those those people usually know like that was a situation that I just I didn't see the message pop up and I Mm -hmm. didn't get a chance to actually actually respond to them and i probably would have loved to have sailed with them um yeah but yeah to to kind of get to back to the the reason why i brought up the uh the the shipping uh or the fishing galleons hunter's call update we got a huge mm-hmm. update and it feels like the rewards have been definitely doubled but i would i would almost go out and say that they've been tripled and yeah i, I mean i i am happy for this new update with the rewards and stuff but i am going to say that maybe tone it down just a little bit just just a tiny tiny bit because um like before before this update i was i would spend an entire evening fishing get 200 fish hand them in and then i would get like 20 percent of like a level mm-hmm. and this is like level 35 or something the other night i went out fishing and i think i got about 20 trophy fish a couple of gems uh five regular fish and i handed it in and i got like almost a level and a half for it so it's like oh wow it's drastic it's drastically gone up so i think just maybe halving it halving it to what it is now would probably be good but yeah it's all a learning curve i suppose just just gonna have to wait and see how this turns out and they'll probably bring it down in future updates hopefully in future updates but yeah yeah and that's not the only thing that um that they've changed too. Like you're, you're talking about toning down things. They've gone through and really just kind of, uh, with a nerf bat to the heads of skeletons, um, Mm. volcanoes as well as geysers, uh, or geysers, Mm. I guess, I guess you guys say geysers. Geysers Why why is it? (laughs) I want to like, can you speak to that at all? (laughs) Living in the UK? Does that, I, it's the same here. It's the same here. Geysers or geysers. I guess it just depends on how you want to say it. Um, yeah, it's, it's exactly the same. So, uh, like, can you, can you, what do you call an old fart then? Because I call them, I call <laughs> well, them geezers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in, in, a, in, in the UK, a geezer could be an old fart, but it could also be like, you know, the guy down the bottom of the road that tries to sell you five cans of beer for like, you know, um, two pounds, you know, don't talk to that geezer, you know, things like that. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I, I'll have to look into that because I'm, I'm sure you're not supposed to call them geezers. I'm sure you're not. I'm, spo- I'm sure they're supposed to be geysers. But somewhere along the line, somebody's gone, oh, we'll just it call them crossed. geezers. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's a fair. Yeah. I mean, if it's a warning, you know, don't call, don't go talking to that geezer on the corner. Uh, you know, don't mm. walk on the geezer because it's gonna yeah. it's gonna blow you up. Yeah. That's too yeah. funny. I love it. I love the uh, the the phonetic changes that that come from just uh, miles, like literally just a few miles across the sea. Yeah, uh, exactly. Totally, yeah. totally different thing. Uh, but yeah, getting back to the Nerf bat. Um, Rare has decided that this game is uh, too hard and does not deserve the Super Meat Boy level of difficulty that they are asking of <laughs> pirates to dance around. I have reached skeletons. So I have reached skeletons mm. are now just going to be on skeleton ships as far as I can tell. Mm. And I haven't seen yes. any. And to be perfectly honest, um, carrying a bunch of gunpowder barrels around, I'm kind of OK with this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not getting yeah. sniped by four eye of reach skeletons during a gray morrow fight is uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I I, I was having yeah. a little bit yeah. of frustration and a little fatigue. Definitely. To uh, and to also the, also jump jumping off your boat to go and do an active fort and dying before you even hit the shore because four four sniper skeletons have already killed you. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are out and about in the world, you probably won't see Eye of Reach skeletons anymore. And this kind of harkens back to when they introduced the Eye of Reach skeletons, because a lot of people were like, if the accuracy for flintlock pistol skeletons was so high that people mm -hmm. were, were saying uh, we're making jokes about how, uh, quote unquote, rare added skeletons with eyes of eye of reach guns. And they would come back with photos of flintlock pistols and be like, they were already in the game. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we already yeah. had this problem. <laughs> like you didn't have yeah, to, yeah. you didn't have to give them another gun to make it look different. Exactly. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, accuracy's down. Um, those are gone. Skeleton lords are balanced. How do you feel? Are yeah. you happy with that? Well, I, I haven't actually experienced that yet. I, I haven't actually gone to because I've done all the tall tales, so that I haven't really been doing them. But um, I don't know. Is it is it is it balanced as in? They're slightly more aggressive now on sloops and not so aggressive on brigs. Is that how they've done it? Or is it more yeah, just so about the brigs and the galleons? From from what I can understand, they they took the uh, they took the feedback um, from the community as as well as uh, influencers and and they they tuned up the two person to make it a little more difficult to last a little bit longer and then they tune down the brig so that it doesn't feel mm -hmm. like you're fighting uh one person down and i haven't yeah. had a chance to to actually go fight them um but i'm looking forward to going and seeing how the gold hoarder fight is now uh in a sloop mm -hmm. to see if it's if it's harder and also yeah. to to try it in a galleon to see if it's faster yeah yeah for sure yeah i'll have um, to test that Moving in, uh, I, I kind of want to shotgun some of these changes. Uh, mermaids are actually mm -hmm. helpful. They they yes spawn yes. <laughs> like they're like, yeah they really do. It it doesn't feel like like it's a buddy trying to pick you up to go to to go to a concert and they're just running behind and you're like what the heck was going on? They're like oh, I don't know. I just <laughs> wasn't leaving. I was in the middle of a Sea of Thieves game and I wanted to turn in. Yeah, so they. <laughs> They actually show up at a reasonable amount of time. Um, mm. Curse cannonball effects have been reduced. Why do you think that is? Um, I, 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 to put it bluntly, I think a lot of people were just being pansies about it. <laughs> I mm -hmm. think it's as simple as that. I think a lot of people are like, I don't like it when my ship gets... 
and they were like, oh, okay, they're there. I think that's pretty much what it was. I mean, I, there, there's a few cursed cannonballs that are very, very irritating, and they have made me rage quit a few times. Yes. But, I mean, there is ways around it as well. So, like, you know, it, it all depends on, you know, your uh, your awareness of what the encounter is, I guess you could say. I've never, I haven't actually experienced a lot of cursed cannonballs from other players, though, ever since cursed cannonballs were introduced, apart from maybe the first couple of days. But, um, mm. uh, I, I rarely get cursed cannibals flung at me now when I'm, Interesting. When I just, you know, yeah. I love them. So, but yeah, I so do I, I'm always, I'm always flinging cursed cannibals at people, but yeah, getting it back. So that's yeah. so funny. But, um, yeah, I just think, I think that's literally what it is. I think all of these nerfs and stuff are just, I think they're really trying to like, you know, bring people, uh, new players or rather the new players that have come to the game, the two million or something that have come to the game. I think they're trying to make it a lot more user-friendly for them. Yeah. Um, so they don't they don't rage quit and, and disappear and become disgruntled about it. So, yeah, I think that's what a lot of the changes are about. And also because of the mercenary voyages that we currently have. Um, if we did have geezers or geysers going off as frequently as they did before this, doing the Athena Reaper's run would be a pain in the butt, quite frankly, because you di- imagine you're digging up a stronghold keg and then a geyser goes up, uh, goes up underneath it, like, you know, game over instantly yep so yeah and same with the volcanoes not hitting your ship as much but i'm yeah. a bit disappointed about the volcanoes though not hitting your ship as much because I, I i find that quite entertaining <laughs> well i i mean look we have to be perfectly honest the reason this change came in was because of summit if summit hadn't put out <laughs> his rant or or his yeah. his his his, uh, his frustrations with the volcanoes messing up his tucking uh yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> this change wouldn't be in the game. So it's really his fault that yeah, that, yeah. He's, that volcanoes got tuned down and, and the roar isn't nearly oh, as difficult. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you got to be careful what you wish for, because, I mean, the, the game's being catered to babies now. So that's what you're going to have to live with, Summit. Sorry, buddy. Hate to say it. You get what you ask for. Devil, the devil's roar is going to be removed next patch, isn't it? I Just think like so. Requested. I think yeah. so. And you're, and we're going to get a skeleton cloud that has little horns on it, but the horns are just going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be, it's a little band from Halloween, like a little goofy little headband with uh, little horns on it. And it's just, it's yeah. going to have that and, and uh, just uh, some makeup. It's not actually going to yeah. have horns. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, if you can't tell. Looney Tunes music starts playing when you come close to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, just to kind of touch on that, by the way, we, you, you put out a really elegant video. Uh, if anyone hasn't mm-hmm. seen this um, and I've mentioned it before, in the podcast, but you you put out a really good video that kind of summarizes in a well-spoken way of the stuff that that <laughs> I've been talking about on the podcast for the last couple of weeks about how uh, I do think there needs to be more more monetary gain um, for people that like to go hunting other people, and that there mm-hmm. should be more interesting forts that that because right now, like if you do a fort, it, it's done, and then you know five ten minutes later, there's another one up, and it doesn't quite it doesn't quite draw people in as much as it used to when you knew it was only up every three hours uh and Mm, people used to spend three hours fighting over it uh yeah 
Yeah. So I, I could definitely see like having a um, an event that really is is rare and offers uh, a lot more rewards. And and to your point, um, I agree 100 percent. I was expecting the Molten Sands Fortress to yes, yeah. to be that fort. Like mm-hmm. I was expecting like, OK, well, you've you got a fort and it's butted up next to a volcano. And it's out in the roar, so the the supplies should be higher. And I or the not the supplies, but the um, the the loot. Yeah. the loot. yeah, the loot should be a lot higher value. And I totally agree. I think there should definitely be a bunch of really high priced items in there, uh, yeah. like multiple multiple um, stronghold items. You know, three. Yeah. And yeah. that way, like, if you get it, awesome. If if not, like, you know, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. have it be worth it because it's it's not just butted up next to a, a volcano, but there's another one not that far from it. Uh, yeah, exactly, so yeah. it's yeah. it's really hard to find a safe place to to be out there. I mean, the the first time I did that fort, um, I hadn't seen what was inside it. I was with my crew at the time, and uh, we we had two volcano eruptions during the fort. So we had basically one guy on the ship pretty much the entire fort battle, constantly uh, fighting the the holes and the the burning water and uh, realigning the masts and you know all all these. Actually, was it, were the masts around then? I can't remember, but still. Um, he was really, really fighting for the ship, and a few times, a couple of us had to go back to the ship just to help him. Yeah. Um, and the fort took, you know, a lot longer than the regular fort would take. Alongside that, we had people circling the island, so we had to fight them off. And it was a good, I would say, a good, probably a good two hours on one fort. And when we opened that vault and we saw the loot, in quotations, um, we were not best pleased. <laughs> we were like, we've done all this work for mm-hmm. literally exactly the same loot, but some of them are like Ashen, like you hope we had an Ashen's captain's chest, and we still had like castaway chests in there. I'm like, really? Castaway chests? Really? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It's a bummer that was. But, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Um, so I, it, it should be easier to go out there and, and get some of that stuff. But um, uh, moving on to some of the other stuff in the show notes, or, or not the show notes, but the update. Um, there is, uh, you can dig up bait now if if you're mm-hmm. out and about and you want to start getting some more um, some more fish turned in. You can go to islands and you can start digging up the bait. And uh, I didn't, I'm not claiming that I had this idea, but uh, I can definitely go back to May and grab the tweet where I, I had suggested it would be cool if you could dig up different types of bait in different types of areas so like you know grassy Mm. areas have earthworms uh watery areas have uh uh, leeches and then dead animals um have grubs uh because it just Mm. kind of makes sense in my mind and sure enough um rare went and put digging up bait into the game and uh i love it i think it's great i think it's a really really immersive way to to kind of it's, it's definitely one of the best quality of life um, improvements they've made uh, in this patch, for sure. Yeah. Um, and being able to just, like, because what I've been doing is just getting on a rowboat and going to, like, the unmarked islands, because nobody ever goes there, mm-hmm. um, and then just sitting on the shoreline and just digging up the bait and getting the fish, digging up the bait, getting the fish, putting it in my rowboat and going off to a sea post. It's a really nice, relaxing way to play the game, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love that. Um, There is now notifications when someone joins and leaves your crew. So uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, crew snipers, be warned. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. we, we, we know, <laughs> yeah. uh, there was, have you, I don't, I don't know if you've done this, uh, credit goes out to gullible gambit for turning me on to the, uh, to the information during one of his streams. Uh, when I found out about an accessibility option that came out, thanks to some of the efforts by special effect, which is a, a mm-hmm. great nonprofit out in the UK who helps, mm-hmm. uh, give accessibility to, uh, folks through through the Xbox, um, uh, oh man, I just blanked on what the name of the adaptive, controller is. Adaptive controller. Adaptive controller. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they went out to Rare and they really kind of helped build out some accessibility options for folks to be able to use the adaptive controller as well as other types of controllers to better play the game uh, and, and, and enjoy it the way that we enjoy it naturally. Uh, and one of the things that came out of this was a feature called tap to interact. And I don't know if you've turned this on, but if you haven't, you need to, because this is, it's a game changer. Uh, this is, this is something that say, once you have this turned on, uh, when you're normally playing the game, if you go to a cannon and you go to load a cannon, you have to hit the interact key and you have to hold it down to be able to load that cannon. That's just ah, how you okay. have to do it. Tap to interact is exactly what it is. When you hit the interact key on a cannon, you only have to hit the key. You don't actually have to hold it down, which means that once you hit it, as long as you're still looking at like a hole in your in your ship and you go to repair it, once you tap the button, it will automatically yeah. start loading. It, you won't have to hold it. And that makes oh, that's great. That makes grabbing items faster. You can just run by an item, tap, and it will do the animation to uh, hold it. And you can just keep you can just keep running and it will eventually pick up the item because of the way the servers work. Uh, yeah, so you, yeah. you can pick up and drop items a lot faster. You can load cannons without having to hold it down, which is really nice when when you're trying to, to aim it. And yeah, yeah, sure. you can you can just tap on repairing your ship and it will actually uh, uh, fill up the hole. So nice. it, the, the, the way to find it, if, if you need to, if you want to try this out, uh, head into your options, go to the accessibility settings and it's called reduce held interactions. And that's the one that you want to turn on to, to try and get this feature. And I definitely love it. Yeah, I'm going to give that a go. Yeah. And uh, here's an interesting one I, I found in the notes. Um, resolved an issue allowing players to sprint while changing weapons in order to fire two shots in quick succession when wielding two guns. Ooh, I thought this was, I thought this was fixed, and then other people were like, "No, nah, it's still in the game." And I'm like, "I can't replicate it, so it's it's above my no, skill." Really, yeah. Yeah. But apparently, this was still a thing. Oh, okay. Well. Um that's yeah that's not very good <laughs> yeah had had no idea but uh, apparently this update has fixed uh the the small gap of time that you were able to sprint or at least tap the sprint key or button uh when mm. changing weapons so that it would uh treat it as if you had the weapon out and you were sprinting away from a skeleton turning around and firing at it effectively right. giving people an opportunity to uh, double gun again. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I hadn't mentioned this um, still being in the game for a long time because it's not one of those things I wanted to get out into the wild, but there have been people that were still exploiting it. They have now resolved that, and I'm happy that the double gun uh, exploit is uh, hopefully dead. <laughs> mm, yeah, hopefully. They'll find another way, though. They always do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's usually how it works. Um, Let's see what else there was. uh, Oh, um, curse cannonballs uh, that affect players. Um, The commendations are now working again for skeleton kills. So if you kill a skeleton uh, with a uh, curse can or under the effects of uh, the green cursed cannonballs those should now apply to the proper uh commendations allowing you to get the doubloons and the the titles and stuff for those Mm. um using a gunpowder keg to destroy a skeleton ship will now count towards the skeleton ship commendations which i didn't know was a problem but would definitely explain some of the times i'd killed skeleton ships and not ever gotten credit for it Mm -hmm. yeah um that's it for the the actual update notes and uh i wanted to get into lore if you're up for it yeah sure always up for that (laughs) awesome so with this update we found out that rare is doing monthly updates uh and that the next one is going to be in mid-august and it's called dark relics and I'm excited. I am super excited. Uh, We had been talking in DMs about this for a while, about uh, what's going on at I-13. uh, Mm Because a couple patches ago, we saw that there was uh, some stonework in a circle, and we kept like trying to work out what it was. We had kind of figured out that there's a chance it's going to be a Stargate, and that would be Mm -hmm. really awesome because we both want Stargates. Um, (laughs) and we'd also, we'd also kind of, or you had mostly worked out that there are flowers by a gravestone that are in the same position as the the warrior constellation. Mm -hmm. And this update, we got a change to the, the stone circles, uh, where someone's actually digging, um, that, that area, but nothing's changed with the gravestone. And I'm kind of wondering, what do you think? Do you think that might be future, future stuff or uh, is that just not been toyed around with? Yeah, I mean, I I think I think I-13, I I really don't know, but I'm just going by what the other tall tales were like. Like uh, I've forgotten the the island, though, the one with the um, under underwater cavern. Um, Mermaid's Hideaway? The one needed for stars. Yeah, well, no, no, the it's it's an unmarked island. Oh, oh, is it L? Oh, I. the Star, it's the stars of the thief yeah uh, one uh, quest and but it's, it's quite a few quests actually that that's the point i'm trying to make is that yeah that island is used for numerous different tall tales and i think because i think they don't want to make it too obvious by adding too many things on the islands that everybody explores every day mm-hmm. they want to keep those to the uncharted ones so people you know the, the average player is not going to accidentally come across it so they're trying to keep I, I imagine they're trying to keep all those things in the uncharted islands um, and since there's not a lot of uncharted islands, which is a bit of a shame, yeah. Um, I think that that island at I thirteen, I think, is going to probably be used for like lots of tall tales. Um, so I'm not sure if the the warrior flowers, the hole in the ground, and also that TP with Merrick's um, photograph, Merrick and Derek's photograph. I don't know if they're actually going to be connected in any way. Well, they will be, but not from one tall tale. It'll probably be 
several to bring up the plot for something. That's that's what I'm thinking. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, the 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 whole definitely is very very interesting indeed, and especially because it's the same uh, diameter. And I have actually tried. I have actually done the steps to see if it is the same diameter yeah. as the uh, the stone circle seen in the compass vault on Shores of Gold. It's it's literally the same asset. So yeah, um, definitely definitely ancient in design. Yeah, so. Really interesting. I, I I think we're both in agreement that we think that that dark relics has something to do with the digging that's going on there. And uh, yeah, yeah, this was kind of cool because it happened um, about a week and a half ago, I think, uh, when Mike mm. actually tweeted out uh, a random tweet. And I love when Mike does these random tweets about Sea of Thieves because it, it, you know he's having fun and he wants to share it, but he can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he, he mentioned that there is an effect that he's trying to, to see if it will work for a future update in the game. And the only reference he could make to it was to an 80s movie uh, about He-Man masters of the universe uh and growing up i love that movie because the sword guy yeah. was just as badass as you can get and uh yeah. i love that dude I, I he was like my my he was my jason statham when i was a kid um <laughs> so but that movie has uh, a really weird thing called the cosmic key that gets in the hands of some of the humans on earth and then he-man and all of them are trying to find it and skeletor is trying to find it because it opens a portal to be able to invade uh different planets but you have to know what the melody is to mm. open the portal to certain areas and you did a really great video uh, kind of tying everything together. But in the uh, in those tweets, uh, Mike had posted a picture of uh, Skeletor from the cartoon series walking, right, yeah. walking through a mirror and then putting his arm back through it and then punching the mirror. So it broke, which I don't know how that works, because I feel like his <laughs> arm would have been cut off. But, yeah, you know, animation be animation back in the 80s, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and that kind of led us uh, when when he posted that I first thought that it it was something to do with the kind of cool um, uh, visual effect that they did for the the cosmic key in that in that movie, uh, and then you were thinking that it was um, uh, portals, and that it would be mm -hmm. uh, uh, tied to to uh, them opening portals. And I really loved your idea, and you loved my idea, and you put together everything in a really nice thing that said that. There's a chance that, you know, maybe maybe Dark Relics has to do with getting something that opens a portal that allows Flameheart to come into the Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or some villain. But yeah. yeah, a villain. Who knows what it is? And yeah. uh, so I, we, we kind of I'm, I'm fast tracking all this to get to a question. Do you think that what Mike was talking about in that tweet is uh, feels as close as the the teases that we're getting for the the digging that they're doing on that island? Do you think that that's something that's close or do you think that that what he's talking about is going to be further out? Yeah, it's it's hard to say, isn't it? Because um, it's, it's so cryptic. You don't know whether it's something that's just happening now. Or uh, the only thing I will say though is that um, if he's trying to look for, he, he's trying to get like a endorsement. There's no like copyright. Um, trying to avoid copyright infringement or something to see if he can use whatever this thing is. And I'm thinking things like that do take quite a long time. And with 
Dark Relic's coming out on the 17th. Well, presumably the 17th. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think there would be enough time between that, like, then and now for that to all sort of come through and then be, you know, for the rare stuff to be given the go-ahead and for them to make the models for whatever it is. So I I, I think that Dark Relic's um, is possibly going to be kind of the 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 foothold of what's to come. So I think we're going to get some more indications toward uh, what all these things are that we've been seeing cropping up all over the place. Um, but I, 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 I have a feeling that it's not going to give us too much. It's not going to, it's, it's literally going to be like an episode of lost where <laughs> yeah. you, you go into it expecting to see everything and you come out with it with literally nothing, but more, more questions. More questions than you had yeah. Before. So I think, <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think that's what dark relics is going to do. It's going to be a real teaser um for what's to come and it's uh, that's great because i mean i think i've said a few times to various people that it's one of the main things i love about sea of thieves is that unlike other games most of the lore isn't written in stone mm-hmm. um like a game like a game like world of warcraft for example i mean that 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 puts the the bible to shame really it really does <laughs> the, the, the law that's behind that so but see if these a lot of the law isn't written yet so so it's that's why I, that's why i love to make videos on it because you can speculate and you can you know think about what's going to come next without really having anybody coming along and saying oh actually you're wrong because in paragraph three you know whatever yeah um so i think that's what dark relics is going to do it's just going to give us even more questions um which is great and that's what i love about this whole monthly thing that's coming out it's going to turn see if these into a, a, a living comic book so to speak so yeah, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see what they do. Yeah, and and I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that with Dark Relics, uh, we'll actually get to hopefully uh, because of Sea of Thieves Origins comics being the second one that we got with the uh, with with the merchants. Um, I'm hoping that Dark Relics will either be the Gold Hoarders or the Order of Souls, and mm, yeah. uh, we'll we'll hopefully get the first uh, comic book release of of that series because right around that time is going to be about a year from when they announced that comics were going to be coming that are focusing on the actual uh, origination of the trade companies. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever crazy stuff, like if if Dark Relics is something that is going to be ancient in nature or merfolk mm-hmm. in origin or something that was created as a result of the the skeletons curse. And uh, mm-hmm. if it's going to tie into any any of those three things, because at this point, I feel like mm-hmm. the three main threats that we could potentially find in the game that could be coming revolve around those three things. It's either going to be something that's ancient uh, or, or possibly even outside of Sea of Thieves, um, the skeletons coming back for for whatever reason, or Morfolk mm-hmm. at this point. Um, yeah, also the... the, the I keep on forgetting the name, the, the Maritime Union as well. But yeah. I don't think the Maritime Union would have anything to do with Dark Relics. So I think I think the Maritime Union is probably going to be something we see later on. But yeah, um, yeah, it'll be interesting so, yeah, to find just, out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wonder what it's going to be as well. I wonder if it'll just be. I, I'm kind of hoping it's not going to be like another Reaper run, you sort of thing, like. You know, Duke says, hey, we've been finding dark relics on seafronts. Go out and find them 20 times and you get some doubloons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's more kind of, you know, not necessarily a tall tale, but but something... 
So I'm along those lines. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I kind of miss the build rat adventures, like the full out mm-hmm. kind of big adventure, like with the, the Festival of the Damned and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Curse Cruise, not the Beacons or the Thrones. I hate those. Don't don't want those back. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the ones where, you know, they actually build up a, a big thing around it. Um, I love these these voyages, but they're they're definitely something that chew on as I'm or snack on as I'm waiting for for something heftier to uh to to come across and um I I don't know if it does if it does end up being something like a mercenary mission I could totally see Duke the Dark Lord being uh kind of at the at the helm of this drive towards finding these dark relics as as it seems Mm -hmm. like he's trying to establish his own trade company uh -hmm. with maybe some recruitment um but there's so many balls up in the air as far as lore goes uh, with the tall tales coming out with us finding more puzzle vaults out in the roar with the digging on I-13. Uh, and, and it's it's interesting to find out kind of where rare is going to be going in the future with their next bit of of story that they want to tell because they they literally have it left open to just about anything and i posed an idea to you and i wanted to kind of um see what your thoughts on it uh when when we did forsaken shores uh that was when we kind of found out about the forsaken alliance with morrow and her crew being killed uh in stitcher Mm -hmm. gym and Stitcher Jim was introduced to the game before he was actually introduced in the book Athena's Fortune. And yes. in the book, we found out that he is actually in partnered with the gold hoarder, uh, Rathbone. And mm-hmm. they were set up out at uh, Snuggler's Bay. Um, mm-hmm. And with the Forsaken Alliance, because I was out hunting for Easter eggs, uh, I went back and started reading some of those old journals left on the islands. Uh, and one out by Ruby's Fall um, talked about how Stitcher Jim, when they found the uh, the the box of secrets, was he looked into it, and that was when he kind of changed. Uh, and that was mm. kind of when when he kind of made a, an, an interesting, uh, you know, change in, in his personality. And you've discovered based on the ruins and uh, in, in language from one of the tall tales that the uh, markings on the box say Flameheart. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if there was something in the box that we don't know what it is that stitcher jim saw that made him change his allegiance from rathbone as the gold hoarder to captain flameheart and Mm. the reason we haven't seen him is because flameheart came and rescued him somehow the the burning blade picked him up but for whatever reason uh stitcher jim will make a return but flying the flag of Flameheart. Mm, what do you yeah, think? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be very awesome. Um, the, the one thing I will say, though, um, uh, is actually a YouTube, uh, a YouTube comment I got. It really got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that the, um, the Box of Wanderer's Secrets um, is kind of sealed with wax and has a, uh, a wax seal on the front of it. Yeah. And he said, he said from, you know, from t- historically, that's what people used to do you know, to, to make sure that nobody could tamper with it, with something. So when it got to the the uh, the sender, that it would 
that person would know that you know it hadn't been tampered with whilst it went through the mail or whatever it is. Yeah. And um, he said that maybe this this box um, could have been that well there could be several of these boxes that are supposed to be sent out to Flameheart. So it's not necessarily um, a box from Flameheart. It's more that it's somebody is sending out these boxes to Flameheart, but they're being knocked off the ship or you know whatever. Mm. Um, and he's and we are intercepting them. And I think Stitcher Jim might have intercepted one of these as well. And that's when he peered into the box. He found out some um, some secrets that people didn't know about. Um, and you'd, like you said, that could very easily have turned him towards Flameheart's cause, either mentally or like magically. You know. Yeah. Um, that's a really yeah, for sure. That's a really interesting thought. I hadn't considered the fact that yeah, these these probably could be parcels to him from mm. someone yeah and yeah the only I, I think the front the front says flame to heart on it as well so this person said that it could actually say to flame heart yeah the way that the um the way the emblems are the two is higher than the flame heart so it could be to flame heart yeah um, that's what it could be saying on it so yeah it, it's probable which would make a lot um, of sense and it's written in skeleton yeah. ruins so if if yeah. this was from one skeleton lord to another then mm. that would be interesting to find out like who's who's because we we only know mm. of uh because a lot of what we found out was captain flameheart before he got changed was son to a captain and his father mm who I guess would be Captain Flameheart Sr. And Mm -hmm. uh, we we still don't know anything about him and what happened to him. But we know that Flameheart went out to try and uh, be be the better pirate. And because of the 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 chalice that they found and and the the fate of uh, Flameheart that that went way wrong uh, as as a result. So it'll be interesting to see who's sending Flameheart these packages and what's in these packages, mm. if that's the case and what Stitcher yeah. Jim is trying to do to preserve his own life, possibly trying to gain mm. power. Yeah. And I wonder if we're going to find yeah. out that the next time we see Jim, he's going to be a skeleton. That would be awesome. Still with his little ginger haircut. Hopefully. <laughs> I feel like he has to. Yeah. Wanda still had her haircut, so I totally think yeah, that did, yeah. I think that Jim should definitely retain his haircut. Um, yeah, yeah. Was there anything that I've missed that you can think of uh, lore-wise that, that you wanted to touch on? Um, the, the the one thing that... Uh, another YouTube comment, actually. This, this, actually, my, a lot of my YouTube comments lately, I seem to have picked up like quite a large um, lore-seeking following. Nice. Because I've had some comments on my on my YouTube videos have actually made me think. Because the majority of the time, people just comment problems with the game. You know, like, yeah. don't even watch the video and just say, like, this game needs bunny rabbits or something. Uh, I mean, they're not wrong. But, uh, I mean, let, let's, no, let's be honest. The, the game needs <laughs> <Yeah>. bunny rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah, probably definitely. Big Sheep oh, that's asking it. for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they mentioned about the uh, the mermaid gems showing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they said, um, they said, they said, you know, quite, put it quite well, because they said, um, mermaid gems are being washed up on all the shores. Mermaid gems can be found in shipwrecks and mermaid gems can be found inside forts. And I was like, yes, that's correct. And I said, <laughs> so who's, and we, we, we all know that, um, you get those mermaid gems by destroying the statues. And I was like, yeah. And they said, and 
when we destroyed those statues in the Sunken Curse um, update, when they were first introduced, before they had, you know, um, gems inside them, um, you, we were getting uh, commendations and titles that were called the Curse Breaker um, and things similar to that. Um, and he said that maybe these um, statues of the mermaids everywhere do actually hold the original mermaids inside them, but they're cursed. And, you know, but basically what's happening is these, these statues are actually breaking open of their own accord, setting free the mermaids, which is why the gems are being found all over the shores. And he said, secondly, it could be that somebody's breaking those mermaids because they're harnessing curses. Mm-hmm. And that really got me thinking, because I was like, he's making a good point. Cause like, I mean, it probably is just a game mechanic thing at the end of the day. But if you look at it from a law perspective, that the only way to get those gems is by, breaking those statues so either somebody's going out and breaking them and whoever that is we don't know which is why they're being washed up everywhere yeah but also we're finding them inside shipwrecks and you know the 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 2016 cinematic for um sea of thieves has the mermaids sort of looking around a shipwreck shipwreck and one of them's holding something that's very very similar to the gem that you can find inside all of the mermaids so it could be that theory that they're they're actually breaking free of their curse and they're they're coming back to the Sea of Thieves, which is why we're seeing the gems everywhere. That's, but I thought that was two really really good theories. Yeah, um, as to why they're there. Yeah, it's really interesting. I um, I've always thought that the that the statues that we have are wards uh, against something. Um, I yeah. I don't know why, because in in a lot of uh, different. I don't know if you'd call it religions or not, but a lot of beliefs feel like uh, crystals and gems um, can harness energy uh, or at least mm. at least hold energies, different energies. And a lot of people use them to for healing properties or uh, for focusing, things like that. And uh, mm. there's definitely a, a, a power level or at least a value attached to different types of gems that we have in the game. And I kind of wonder if the statues, uh, depending on the power level, how much effort it takes to destroy one of these statues, are designed to ward against uh, different things um, from from coming near them and what they might be warning people of or, uh, or at least protecting others from. And I wonder mm. if these statues aren't erected uh, elsewhere as kind of a way to protect uh, like a, a merfolk city where they're mm. kind of used as a, a way to prevent things that that would normally be wandering into it. I'm thinking kind of Wakanda has like this giant uh, uh, hologram field that protects their city from from visibility in the sense mm-hmm. that these are, are kind of wards against uh, uh, centuries, kind of like, um, you know, and in, in, uh, to, to pull a, a reference that you might appreciate um, the never ending story, they had the statue that had to judge a, a, um, a hero yes. based on their on their character. Uh, these statues yeah. are are in place to try and test you to see like can you withstand them or can you can you hold up against mm. them? Because uh, we've seen them, yeah, maybe yeah. we've seen them in other areas where they're they're actually designed to teleport people as well. And depending on the type of mermaid it is, it's either going to use use powers to teleport you somewhere so that mermaids could possibly travel faster from one place to another or help uh help people travel from uh above ground to uh a safe place below water or 
and mm. the the other mermaids are used as defense turrets in a sense to try and prevent people mm. from from coming at them and i'm wondering if maybe at some point we'll actually have to um to break down a barrier of these statues to to try and get into somewhere to to try and mm. see see different merfolk yeah. and and find out what's going on with that yeah yeah the 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 other theory i had quite a while ago now and it's some sort some ways been kind of um uh proven wrong i guess you could say but um uh at, a, at discovery ridge is it discovery ridge yes at discovery ridge where they've got all those um hang on there's a boat going past i don't know if you can hear that i can you have a boat nearby yeah <laughs> yeah it, we, i live right next to a dock so is it yeah. your boat are Sometimes, they stealing it no no it's not no no unfortunately not why don't you have a no, boat okay come on falcor I, I ask i ask myself this question every day you know because it wouldn't cost that much to get myself just a little you know a little dinghy with some oars you know where's all that youtube so money going yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> mortgage <basically>. mortgage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you need a boat. Yeah. What was what was I? Yeah. What was I, was I going to say? Uh, uh, Discovery the, um, Ridge. The mermaid statues. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few emblems on there that show that the mermaids go through three different um, phases, transformations. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's weird with the law because there's there's some of the law says that uh, mermaids have been here since the beginning of the Sea of Thieves, mm -hmm. and then there's other laws saying that you can turn into a mermaid if you're bitten by one. And there's also a little bit of law somewhere saying that you can turn into a mermaid if you fall in love with one. So I'm like, so what, are mermaids a thing or are they more like a parasite? You know what I mean? Are they, yeah. are they, were they here before? Or they, Anyway, I, I'm not sure. Also, also the the the, the um, uh, cave paintings at Discovery Ridge, some of them kind of signify that mermaids are a bit like a werewolf. So during the day they're like you know normal humans but when it gets to a certain like a full moon for example they mm -hmm. turn into a mermaid um so there's lots of these different conflicting things but i did have a theory that maybe there's four um levels of evolution i suppose you could call it so you start off as a human you turn into the merfolk that we see in the seas that help us back to our ships mm -hmm. then you turn into the evil merfolk that we're yet to see apart from a few teased screenshots of them mm -hmm. um and then the final transformation, this is just a theory, the final transformation is they turn to stone and they become the evil, the the, the stone mermaids that we see in the water. Hmm. Um, and that's why that's why the title that we got was called The Curse Breaker because we're essentially breaking the curse of them being a mermaid. So essentially that, that jewel that we're holding and the jewel that we handed could, you know, in essence be uh, a mermaid's soul mm -hmm. um, in kind of, you know, in a, in a manifested form that's so that's that's another theory behind it but there's so much this is the thing this is what i love about it there's not enough law surrounding mermaids for you to make a definitive yeah yes or no answer to what how they how they got here were they here before um is there different types of merfolk you know is is there the parasitical form and then the, the original ones a bit like kind of the original bloodline of vampires versus the milkdown version ones, you know, things like that. So I'm so glad you yeah, brought that really up. I've been like this whole mm -hmm. time I've been listening and I'm just like, he's describing vampires. Like, does he realize he's describing <laughs> yeah. vampires? These yeah. are the vampire yeah. sea, sea monsters that he's talking about. Like you, either, yeah, yeah, that means, you get yeah. bitten by one and you turn into one. Yeah. That makes sense. You fall in love with one. You get turned into one. Yeah. That makes sense. 
You know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. old, old, old uh, blood and you're just an original vampire. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, does he know? Yeah, yeah. He's got to know. Like, that's just, a, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. I love that theory. I like that theory a lot because that kind of ties in um, with an old love of uh, a mine, which was a Gargoyles cartoon uh, from Disney back in the 90s uh, where they would turn to stone during the day and they would turn uh, to to normal gargoyles uh, during the night. And uh, the thought of them turning into stone after you know when they when they they go into their last they're they're you've you haven't even seen me in my final form you know the, like <laughs> yeah. that that's yeah. just that was such a that's such a cool idea that the that the gems themselves um are 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 powerful because of uh them being previous merfolk uh so that's mm-hmm. that's really interesting i like that theory that's that's a i, I can't wait to see what, how that kind of comes about yeah, so, yeah. Um, with the with, with the show, uh, I always love to do stories from the community if mm-hmm. I don't have one uh, and then ones that I have as well. Uh, if if you want, it's up to you. I'll, I'll give you the opportunity. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, but there is a first mate's log in the, the show notes. And uh, I was mm-hmm. wondering if you would do me the honor of uh, reading it. Sure. Yeah, I can do that. I'll just uh, hang on, just get the show notes. Yeah. So um, if you guys want, uh, I have a Discord server. It's a great place for people to come in and spend time with each other and play uh, Sea of Thieves as well as other games. Uh, The show notes always have links to the Discord as well as all of my social contacts. And uh, if I have guests like Falcor, I always have uh, links to to their content and where you can find them as well. So if you want to have your first mate's log read on the show, especially if I can get Falcor to do it because he's got a lot more clout than I do, um, then I would <laughs> love to, uh, to have you join up on the Discord, be able to have a good group of people to play with and have an opportunity uh, to have your story shared with the rest of uh, the Keelhawk community. There it is. Is it, is it, I don't know how to pronounce that. You've said it already and I've forgotten. Is it Le- Leath? 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 Oh, Leath. Uh, I, th- I Leith. think it's Leath. Yeah. So um, yeah, Leath. So this one is in response to last week's episode when Evil Monkey had written a first mate's log where uh, he had basically said that someone in a brig sailed up and dropped an Athena's chest on his uh, at his feet. And Mm. I got a YouTube comment from uh, that person or not that person, but who I thought that person was actually explaining like what the situation was. And I didn't realize it. Right. And to, to have someone uh, send a comment into YouTube's um, saying like, hey, this is what this is what happened. I was pretty surprised. So okay. um, go for it. OK, so it says, well, I was just sailing the seas, practicing my tucks on ships. Then I saw Monkey's sloop in a distance sailing towards the storm, so I shot over and landed in the water just before the ladder was going to pass me. I boarded and tucked next to the cannon. I saw him jumping around the ship and thought he saw me, but then he went to the very front of the ship and goes, goes started using the sleeping emote. Yes. I don't know whether that's my bad, my bad grammar or whatever. You, you, uh, <laughs> YouTube comments... That's that's oh, that. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I just decide to look around for another ship. And that's when I saw the brig at Cove. 
And then from there is monkey. Um, oh, and then from there is monkey story. It was honestly the funniest and weirdest experience I've ever had in the game. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this was crazy. Um, to to know that someone had actually snuck aboard a ship was just practicing their tux because I guess that's a that's a fun <laughs> thing to to do on the game. Yeah. And they saw that a brig had rolled up. Um, and uh, the person, I guess, it was their first Athena's chest, and they decided they wanted to give it to someone uh, instead of turning it in for themselves. So they just barely hit Pirate Legend. They just dug up their first Athena's chest and decided to give it to Monkey uh, as a gift. So that was right. so crazy. Um, yeah. And then, uh, let's see, I'm going to go ahead and skip that. And then Johnny, the truth teller from YouTube, uh, posted a comment and says, uh, seems to me like they're trying to make the game too easy. Why would they mess with the devil's roar? It's post, uh, it's supposed to be hard. Uh, are they dumbing down the game for unskilled players to be able to play better? I hope not. And I, I can see where he's coming from. Um, he likes having the challenge from the roar, and uh, the roar mm. has always been something where it's it's the environment is the threat as opposed to like a megalodon or a ghost ship or a kraken. Mm. And do you think that his uh, his his concerns are valid? Do you think that that they should keep the roar as hard as possible? Um, yeah, I, I do. I do think they should keep it as hard as possible. I really do. Um, uh, I mean, I can understand for a new player going to the Devil's Roar would be like, you know, completely overwhelming and they would probably die more than they would do anything. But that's kind of the point. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you don't have to do the Devil's Roar. You've got essentially you've got the easy mode, which is the, you know, the regular world. And then you've got a step up to get better, get better rewards. So a lot of people do complain, you know, oh, I, I you know, I don't go to the Devil's Roar because it's too hard. Um and that's a good thing, you know, like you, you should you should go to the Devil's Roar when you get a bit more skill and then you think, oh, actually, no, I can take this on. But they're kind of merging Devil's Roar into being just like the regular world, but it looks different. And that's pretty much it. They need to, they need, I mean, I wouldn't say they've nerfed it too much, but I think they shouldn't do it anymore now. I think they should leave it, leave it as it is. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, I think dumbing it down anymore is just going to make it just a completely, you know, pointless place to go. Um Oh, well, no, actually won't make it a pointless place to go. It'll be the place where everybody goes because, you know, it's more no valuable. point in doing the regular quests anymore because you can just go to the Devil's Roar, yep. um, which isn't what it should be like. It should be, you know, the, you should fear the Devil's Roar. You should be able to think, oh, you know, oh, crap, I'm going to the Devil's Roar. This is going to be tough. Not, oh, let's just go to the Devil's Roar because it's been nerfed again. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a reason why you don't spawn in the Roar uh, for very good reason. Yeah. And I, I definitely think that, that the Devil's Roar is that kind of escapism for the people that like to have the higher value treasure and the, the, yeah. the threat of constantly having to deal with other pirates, skeleton ships, megs, krakens, mm -hmm. all that jazz uh, out there, as well as the volcanoes and such to, to have to try and get mm -hmm. you with the, the smaller amount of supplies. Um, mm -hmm. The last thing that I wanted to let people know about and the reason i'm putting it as at the end is because uh i want to make sure that people have this at in the forefront of their mind as they're finishing up this podcast and that's uh the tall tales um rivals uh stuff that we are are getting obsidian liveries uh on tuesday and wednesday 
Um, they're going the 23rd and the 24th. They're going to be doing uh, Twitch Rivals, which if you go to the link in the show notes, you can link up your Twitch account to your Sea of Thieves account and you can watch 30 minutes on each day to get the cosmetics for these uh, obsidian um, uh, green and uh, black sails, uh, hull, figurehead and flag. Um, I'm definitely doing this. I think these look absolutely fantastic. I can't believe they're just giving these away. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's insane to me that um, that something this beautiful wasn't uh, saved for a reward for like the weekly streams, like giving out Mm -hmm. weekly rewards and stuff. And I'm wondering, we've seen leaked uh, or not leaked, but, you know, eagle eyed uh, community members have noticed that there are obsidian cannons uh, available as well at some point in the future. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about them going into Twitch Rivals with the arena? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I personally think that this this obsidian chipset should have been either saved for, like you said, for 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 Sea of Thieves streams. But I think actually this should have been the stuff we got with this tall tale. To be honest, sorry, not tall tale. This Reapers run. Mm. This should have been. We should have got these cosmetics with this Reaper run because the problem. The problem I'm seeing at the moment is, and I think this is the reason why they're bringing out these Reapers runs and all this sort of stuff, is because the. I mean, there's no nicer way to say this, but the player base is dwindling at the moment, and I think this is why they're bringing in the Reapers, the Reapers runs again to try and bring people back mm-hmm. who have kind of lost the buzz of the tall tales and stuff. And I mean, it always happens after every expansion, you get what I like to call post expansion blues where people are like, Oh, well, I've seen everything now, you know, not going to play that tonight. I'm yeah. Carry on in my Witcher three or something. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the, the rewards you get from this Reaper run, although they're very cool looking that the, the figurehead is nice. The sales are nice. They're not really that much different from what we've got in the past. There's nothing that really stands out about them. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think these should have definitely have been the reward for the Reapers run and the Reapers sales that we've got now should have been the reward for Twitch rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, it should have been done the other way around. But um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping in future in future things like this they don't give away such advanced things um, all in one go like this because um, the Obsidian set which is what this set is. The, we've had the Onyx set, the Black Dog set, which are all of the same set. Yeah. Um, the, they've been sort of trickling that out over time. And uh, it's been a sort of a collection. We've been collecting it all. So there's only a few, well, not a few, there's, there's a few hundred people who have the entire set. You know, they have the pistol, the sniper rifle, the Black Dog clothes and all that. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, by the way, here's the, uh, here's the entire ship hole for you. And you only have to watch half an hour. <laughs> Twitch rivals. It's like you could have you could have spanned that out a little bit more. You know, you could have mm-hmm. made it so that we collect it over a course of months. Yeah, uh, to make it a little bit more unique, um, because everybody's going to have that hole. Yeah, work in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be the new Halo set. Everybody's going to have it. It's going to be, you know, the 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 new Besapian ship, as I like to call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Always wearing stuff that you got for free. It's yeah. true. Yeah, and uh, I I commend Rare for for finally coming out with an Obsidian set. I've loved this mm-hmm. set for a long time. I checked yesterday. I don't have 
any of the obsidian items uh, in my equipment right now. Like I, uh, aside mm. from the um, obsidian sword and the obsidian flintlock pistol, um, I mm. actually don't wear any of the set anymore. And a lot of it's because it's there's other different things that they've come out with. And I, 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 it's so weird that the obsidian set has been the one set that they have consistently put out that is uh, outside of the game naturally. You have to get the obsidian mm. set through means outside of uh, just playing the game. And mm, it, yeah. it's interesting to, to think like, you know, the, the, the mentality behind that and to, to have like the cannon, the capstans and the, and the helms um, being held back. I'm hoping that those are something that replace the obsidian set that the, that the team is currently using for their weekly streams uh, so mm. that instead of getting like the equipment for it. You start getting the, yeah. the the delivery set stuff for that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, because they they we've been going on about ten months of uh, of obsidian set equipment, and I and, and a lot of people still win it, but I think they've given out somewhere between three to six uh, co or codes, and that's been forty weeks worth of uh, of of. Uh, sets so you figure there's there's a small population that have won those codes and um, mm. I think that it's time that they that they make those available in the game for anyone and they start bringing mm. out these liveries as a way to uh, incentivize um, people to tune in every week to mm -hmm. win a code for yeah. for for these yeah. So I wanted to give you the floor and offer you the opportunity okay. to talk about anything that that you want uh is there anything that you wanted to chat about that you that you've been wanting to uh to discuss well um there is one thing and that's that on on twitch if you if time somebody out for one second now just kidding <laughs> 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 it says one seconds come on twitch no <laughs> that's oh god um i can't really i can't really think of anything off the top of my head actually um the, the the only thing I think I can possibly mention is um, that uh, with this Twitch drops thing that they've they've incorporated with um, uh, this thing happening with Twitch rivals, it, I really do hope that things like that become more prevalent in the future. Like you know, making it easier for people to get um, loot from the Sea of Thieves streams by incorporating their Sea of Thieves account rather than you know having that kind of code system that comes up on the screen and yeah you know, everybody's got to dash to the to the to the right monitors i think it would be nice in the future to have um a, a system in place where we can um uh get these these liveries or whatever they're offering just by you know coming coming along and being part of the show it certainly it certainly um drop the amount of people constantly asking in the <laughs> in the comments mm -hmm. when people when they're doing these live streams because it happens every live stream you've got you can't read the comments without people just going do another giveaway do another giveaway when's the next giveaway what did they already do a giveaway did i win this one you know yeah so if they had something like that where people could just watch you know the stream and then you know people get the stuff just by sitting there and watching it like they do on mixer mm -hmm. um then that would be great. So I think to think this Twitch drops thing may be sort of a indication of things to come for CFE streams, which I think would be a cool thing. But yeah, like like Captain Logan said, get onto the CFE's website, get yourself, get your Twitch account. If you don't have a Twitch account, go get one just for this. 
get it all linked up to your Sea of Thieves thing. You don't even have to watch Twitch Rivals. You just have to have it on a different screen in the background. And then, you know, you will get your stuff. And possibly not straight away. So remember that because a lot of people are like, I watched for half an hour and I haven't got it yet. It's been at least 10 seconds. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> probably, it'd probably be like 72 hours like it usually is. And, you know, knowing Rare will probably mess up a little bit and some people won't get it. But, you know, we don't hold that against them. Yeah. Unless if it happened to me, then I would. <laughs> yeah. At which point we would be on the, on, on the Twitter being like, I can't believe I watched this and I haven't yeah. got it. Do you know who I am? I am Captain yeah. Falco, beginner. Do you, don't you know I have nearly 50,000 subscribers? I made this game. I'm make a video about this. I saved this game. I can kill it. No. <laughs> yeah. um, so many people say that about me. Like, oh, you, you just, this game would have died if it wasn't for you. And I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. Really not how it works. Oh. If this game, if, you know, it's... <laughs> the reason you play the game is because you like it. It's got nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I, I had a thought while you were talking about this, and I, I just ha mm. I have to toss this out there. If they start doing Twitch drops uh, and, and mixer mm. pots and stuff like this where they're, where they're giving out cosmetics, do you think this devalues the, the idea of potentially what's post-pets in the microtransaction world? Um, hmm. I don't know, to be honest. It depends what it depends what they do for microtransactions in the future. We just don't know yet, do we? Um well, we know they're hiring. Um, and we know that they that they're looking to have someone come in to help kind of guide the the direction for mm. what microtransactions are going to be. Um and yeah. I will I will I'm once again audibly putting my my name in the hat for that job. Just you gotta fly my <laughs> fly me, my wife, and two cats out to, to uh, the UK and uh, yeah. uh, hire me so that I can um, I can do that. But I will I will bring you money. I will bring you all the money. Uh, but yeah, if you get the job, just don't do. If you get the job, just don't do loot boxes. All right, never do loot boxes. No, I, I <laughs> random loot boxes. Yeah, no, I. I 100% appreciate people's money, and I think that uh, that with with the that's what I love about Rare. That's why I'm willing to spend money for Rare because I they've never they've never strayed on the mentality that they want to be 100% transparent with anything that they that they do uh, with with the future of the game. But um, I'm mm. kind of worried uh, that these that these Twitch drops, um, if we're getting full sets of liveries for an hour's worth of time mm. over the course of 48 hours, <laughs> how is that yeah. going to impact um, the mentality behind asking players to pay for something as cool as this uh, mm. for microtransactions and and mm. like and wow um, and uh, and wow people get so hung up over rare or over Blizzard either making um, mounts. Uh, that they sell for I think it's $25 for a mount either making those mounts so cool that people are like I can't believe I have to spend money on this just to have this really mm. cool mount that's ridiculous I should be able to earn it in game because I'm already paying yeah. a, a monthly subscription uh, <laughs> yeah. and then there's other people who are like I can't believe they're asking money for this mount it's ugly why would I want to spend that yeah. money that's that's a waste of digital space that they could be putting towards making the 
game better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like Blizzard can't win on on that front, and uh, no. this is this is kind of where I'm starting to wonder how things are going to go with microtransactions post pets because mm. I feel like pets are going to hate. I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to nail pets. I think pets are going to be a really fun thing, but it's not pets yes, that definitely. I'm. Yeah, it, it's it's not pets that I'm worried about. It's what comes after mm. pets that I'm really yeah, worried yeah, about. Yeah. And that's, I hope it's not mounts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Dragons and <laughs> look out! It's Falcor. He's on a giant chicken. He's flying it. He's gonna kill us. Oh, actually, now you no, come, to, come to think of it, yeah, definitely get mounts. <laughs> a mountable Larry. Just, awesome. <laughs> just your pirate riding in on, across the across the uh, the the ground. You're like, hi, oh, <laughs> hey, peeps, <laughs> yeah. Falco here, here to <laughs> yeah. help you guys out with this skull fort. What's what seems to be the trouble, uh, Falco? Why are you on yeah. a duck? Because chickens can't swim. Duh. Yeah. Plus the plus the duck was cheaper on the stool. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the duck was ten pounds. The the chicken was fifteen. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. this is like this is in two thousand and twenty two, and I'm like, they they still haven't released Larry as an Easter egg, so I had to make do with this duck. Just just <laughs> pretend it's Larry. <laughs> If you squint your eyes and see it across the horizon with a purple flame up against yeah. it, you can kind of make out that it looks like Larry. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, here's here's what here's what Rare needs to do. Rare needs to dedicate an entire event just to you and Larry. They need to make they need to make a giant rooster head cloud in the sky that's over uh, Tribute Peak, and you have to get the Shroud Breaker to go out there. And once you get out there, it is literally you fighting millions of Larrys <laughs> flying through the air, attacking you like you're, like you're Link and you hit a, a Kukos too much, and now a swarm, of, yeah. a swarm of Larrys are just attacking you. And that's the whole fight. That's it. Yeah. You just yeah, have to survive yeah, that. That sounds good. But really gory as well, like you know, like uh, like the scene out of um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail with the with the, the, with the little rabbit. <laughs> yeah, that definitely has to be a thing. Run away! Run away! Run away! <laughs> Use the whole no. I'm, uh, oh man, yeah, yeah, I love that film. Um, oh, all right, so I think that's gonna do it. We've we've been going for a while now, um, and I, I I was hoping to keep it around an hour. 30 but i just kept having ideas uh falcor where can people find you if they don't know you they can find me at twitch at captain falcor and they can find me on uh youtube at captain falcor and you can also usually find me in a bus stop crying <laughs> it's important that you know that last bit because yeah, a yeah. lot of people <laughs> love bus stops but not a lot of bus yeah. stops love people and mm-hmm, exactly. emotions run high. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, Just call 0800 155. <laughs> <laughs> Helping uh, people with bus stops day, day by day. Bus stop recovery. Um, that's going <laughs> to, we're going to end there. That's the show. Uh, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for, for listening every week. And I hope you have a really good time with this update. If we miss something or if we got something wrong, that's just the nature of conversation. But feel free to let me know. Um, you can always hit me up on the socials. Uh, C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com is the email address.
podcast for the show, uh, you can always reach uh, myself at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N on Twitter. And uh, yeah, find us on Twitch um, when we're streaming and come say hi, Falcor. And uh, he loves it. He loves it so much. Yes. Uh, that's going to yes. do it for the show. <laughs> Thank you, pirates. I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. I don't. <laughs>